Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode, of, another episode of A Journey Through Time and Stuff. My name is Aaron. And tonight, you can call me her old Aaron, her old herpetology air, herpetologist, Aaron the herpetologist. That's a weird one. Um, tonight, you can call me uh, Aaron Airlines, the old double A. Uh, yeah, it's the night before I get on a plane flight. Um, and I figured I might as well get something recorded. Uh, it's, it's just been a crazy time for me lately. I got, uh, had a lot on my plate. Um, you know, it's weird when the summer, they say like some, there's, there's some analog that people talk about out there. There's a saying maybe a soliloquy uh, about summer and how the time goes faster, but then it seems like summer takes forever or the summer blues or summertime blues. I don't know. There's something about summer that people say is different from other times, and maybe that's what it is. I don't know if it's true because I can't even know what it is to know if it's true or not. Uh, it's probably not true. Um, Yeah, stuff's been crazy, man. I've been... It's been on my mind to be in here and, and recording this, and time has just escapes me. There's been a lot going on. Um, <clears throat> speaking of a lot going on tonight, big success, everybody. Um, so we moved in. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast. Um, after we moved, right after we moved into the this new place, um, I left a. I, I, I had actually left one of the cage doors open a, slightly uh, without a lock on it for my, one of my snakes. And it had gotten out and scared the shit out of us. It must it was probably out for a while, but it was cold. Um, we couldn't find it. I was freaking out once I realized it was gone. And it was this whole ordeal. Um, and it, it may have been a month after we moved in or something like that. Um couple weeks after we moved in, you know, somewhere right in that range. Um, and it had, uh, and then after I put it back in, um, I know it ate, it's eaten once since I, we've moved in here, but I can't remember if it was right before that or right after that. Um, and then he shed shortly after that. And then he just wouldn't eat, man. And I was, I've, go to feed him and he was just wasn't hungry wouldn't take it you know normal times and all right well you know snakes can go fucking a long time he's like five years old now and i you know it says you know few places i looked up um says that uh an adult uh an adult ball python can go you know six months without any food and not die. So I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't too worried about it, but it, um, it like, you know, I didn't know if there was something wrong with him. Um, he, he was still peeing and stuff like that. Obviously the shits decreased because he wasn't eating. Um, which is cool to have a snake that can just like live and not shit because it doesn't eat. That's like, that's awesome. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so like, you know, no discoloration in its urate or anything like that. And 
so I was like, man, I'm not really worried about it, but you know, I'd kept, kept trying. Well, it, now it's been, let's see, it's August. It's probably creeping up like three months, right? Four months now since he's eaten. And that's like a long time. They've both gone six weeks or eight weeks before, you know, maybe two months before, um, at one time or another with weird things or shocks or stuff like that happening to them. But, um, so I, I attributed it to him falling, you know, climbing out. He's the top cage snake. Uh, and it's probably, oh, over four feet off the ground. And so he fell four feet down and then we ended up finding him. He stayed in the room. I thought he got out under the door. Um, because once, he was loose and I analyzed, I'm like, Oh shit, that snake could definitely fit out underneath the door. So yeah, but I thought he got out and no, he stayed in the room, but he crawled inside a chair that I had in here, which like, basically we have a sectional couch. It was one of the sections of the couch, um, was in here cause it's a nice comfy chair. And he crawled up inside of that. And I had looked in it, man. I had, it was crazy. I had looked in it. I had shaken it, like literally shook the chair and I couldn't see him. And he, so he was up in there somewhere and set, set it down. So I shook the shit out of the snake in the chair, not thinking that he was actually in there. I thought I could shake him out of it or something, you know, um, which is dumb of me, but panic mode sets in. Um, and yeah, we went to go do something we had to eat. I think someone came over, um, and then I walk back in here like, you know, they leave. I had to put on a face that I thought like my snake was gone or hiding somewhere or dead, you know, and I'm like, fuck. And uh, come back in and I can see half of them poking out from the chair, just crawling out. Fucking snake. But he hadn't eaten since then. And But tonight, luckily he ate, man. And I tried, you know, it was time for both of them to eat or, well, it was time for a small little snake to eat, um, the other one. So I thought out a rat trying to get the big one to eat first. He wouldn't take it. So I gave it to little one immediately. Boom. Dinner time. Just gobbled that shit right up, slurped it down like a, like a super thick shake from Dairy Queen. You know, that, that, that shake that you get from Dairy Queen that you can't drink right away, but if you just like get a good suck on the straw, a little bit will come up. Like you have to get that big mouth, like that, not big mouth, but you have to get like that good, like you can't just be like the end. You can't just like barely purse your lips and touch your mouth to the straw. And it's like, get that like soda suck, right? The, how little effort that takes. No, you gotta, you gotta change the angle of approach. You gotta get directly down on the straw. Um, because if you suck too hard and you're trying to get like really good ice cream, or a thick milkshake up a straw and you suck too hard, you can actually like cut the inner inside of your lip or something. If you get a little slip, um, on the edge of the straw or just, you know, it, it hurts. So you gotta, gotta protect yourself from that. Um, yeah. The snake ate that shit right up. Yeah, no, it was good. So that, you know, thinking about that before I go on a, a week long trip, you know, for me it was, but he did, in the meantime, he did shed again. So I'm like, okay, well, he was still growing. So maybe he was hungry because he had the shed coming up. Um, and he shed two days ago. And so I figured I could get him to eat tonight. So, yeah, he didn't eat the first one, thought the second one, and attempts to get it. And he took it, right? Boom. 
but it was like a very slow boom. It wasn't that super fast snake-like thing. I could tell he was probably, he was weak. You know, he hadn't eaten in four months. And so he, um, he took it, but maybe I didn't have the map, the, the rat warm enough. So I, I, I closed the box back up, went back to check on him. And he was like, just like laying beside it and hadn't, hadn't actually gone to swallow it. And I'm like, shit. So, but as I went to get the, the, like, as I went to get the, rat back out with my tweezers i could tell like he saw my hand and my hand was warm and he was like tracking it like ooh, that looks like are you are you offering me food you, when the hand's close to me you're either coming to pick me up or you're offering me food my box probably smells like food. are you are you offering me food and i'm like okay he's still hungry so i s- sneaked that his food back out rewarmed it up again um and as soon as i went to offer it at him again he took it again coiled on it and then i shook it around for a while to make it like simulate the 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 death throes of a rat as he's doing his job just strangling it so he can start eating it and luckily enough this time he did man is this too graphic is this weird talking about the feeding of these guys in such ways i don't know it's like talking about, I don't know, you could, you'd be worried if like your dog wasn't eating for a while and you just super described your dog eating. Like you've, you watch dogs eat, they just face first, they just bash their face into this metal bowl or plastic bowl and slurp and make the most like carnivorous faces. Their lips get curled back as they chomp at it and then they pick it up and just munch away munch away look around seeing if anything's coming to get it I mean, you could describe that very viscerally as well so i don't think it's too far different other than people just have different views of what a reptile versus a mammal is in their head to them i get that um yeah what else is new going on a trip um i'm gonna be putting this out this will come out well when I'm into the trip. Um, and the cool thing about this trip, I'm going back up to Alaska. Uh, got some some stuff to do, some things to take care of, you know. Um, I will be documenting a lot of it because I'm going to need some stuff to release when I get for the next episode. So I'm going to kind of document a lot of some of the stuff because I think it's a you it's probably going to be a unique and interesting experience for myself for personal growth so I um I find it you know I think it'd be good in real time to to kind of just get snips and then I'm going to stitch together a bunch of short like memos I leave to myself and things like that from this trip um I haven't been home in a while. It's been like four years since I've been back in Alaska, I think. Um, three th- three or four years. I don't know. Some Something right there. I think it's four years, though. Um, and, yeah, even longer since it's been like... Yeah, I, I don't remember. I mean, it's, it's been a long time since it's been like a... Hasn't just been a a trip about um, oh going up there for a fun time or someone's wedding or you know it's all been kind of parties and just escapes and little adventures and things right not like 
going home, you know? Um, and that's what this trip is. I'm going by myself. Uh, the, 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 the task I've set myself on, uh, is a solo one for this. Um, and that's necessary, but I'm going to doc, document a lot of it, you know? Um, and share it because I share everything or most everything um, that has to deal with trauma and grief and uh, growth and acceptance and you know um, all that part of like healing our our brains that were misled and misguided when we were young <clears throat> misunderstood things like that um and then another cool thing is uh on the 23rd which is like a, a wednesday this is friday night i'm recording this this will be out i don't know monday or tuesday or something like that whenever i decide it actually comes out um and then yeah the uh the, that wednesday is my brother's birthday and he doesn't know I'm coming. So that's going to be the funnest part is he doesn't know I'm coming. And so I get to be up there and surprise him for his birthday. Like, hey, happy birthday, brother. Guess what? You're old. Ha 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 ha. And I'm here to tell it to your face and pick him up because no one picks him up. And I'm probably one of the only people that can or does with with be able to pick him up with in the, in the way that uh, I pick him up, not how others pick him up. I don't know. He's a, he's a big boy, you know, he's, he's, he's outweighs me by, you know, at least 20 pounds probably. And I'm 220 pounds and he's just, you know, he's, he's, he's a dad. He's got that extra, you know, finishing kid plates. Uh, that the Alaska the Alaska dad bod weight. Um, yeah, I probably won't pick him up as high as I th would want to pick him up were he to be my weight or lighter, but I'm still going to give it my best effort to scare the shit out of him on how high I pick him up. Um, and this is all on a gamble on that. He doesn't hear this. See, that's my debate. Should it come out on, on his birthday on Wednesday? Um, because he probably won't listen to it the day it comes out, I would imagine. Um, ooh, he probably won't listen to it at all if I don't mention the trip anything in the title. If I just make it some... Hmm, that's a good thought. Because he, if, if it even comes out Monday or Tuesday, because he's on a trip right now, he will he's flying to go see a concert with him and his whole family, they're out of, they're out of Alaska. So I'm going to be up there and they're not even there, which is cool. Um, <clears throat> beat ya. Yeah. So he, he'll be in the midst of traveling and doing all that stuff. He probably won't have time to listen. Hmm. That's a good plan. All right. All right. I think that's what I'm going to do. But as you know, my life goes, I have not even packed yet. I got some stuff in the, I got some stuff in the um in the laundry getting finished. Uh 
Yeah. Luckily, I live really close to the airport, and I don't fly until like noon or something, one o'clock in the afternoon. That's good. Um, <clears throat> you know, I was thinking about um, how how upset everybody's going to be when the fucking aliens don't show up because they they never showed up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you, I know what you're saying. Did you see the? The, the 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 stuff that the, the in the you know the fucking hearings about the fucking UAPs. Yep, yep, I watched all of it, listened to all of it, listened to multiple podcasts about it, listened to multiple podcasts with the people, you know, David Fravor or Shaver or whatever it is, and Gates and all these fucking people. Yeah, no, I I, I listened to everything they had to say. And here's what they never said. Um, other than the pilot who saw one of the, who, you know, who, who's, who gave his testimony and says that what he witnessed was a strange craft behaving strangely. I'm not discounting that he picked up and, or saw weird shit. Um, but to think that it means that it's aliens is the flaw in the logic that I see everybody falling for. Uh, the guy who says that uh, he has talked to the people that witnessed the occupants of one of these crash ships that was non-human, right? Non-human biotics. Expressly what he said. That is crafted incredibly cleverly. <laughs> Because non-human does not mean non-Earth origins. And they did not ask, was this a non-Earth origin? They just asked if it was human. You know, we've sent up lots of animals and lots of ships for lots of testing people. And uh, doesn't mean it wasn't Earth origined. Just means it wasn't human, right? Even if that's correct, because that's hearsay. He, oh, he heard someone tell him about what they saw. You know, so he's secondhand at best. Um, but all of these go with this flaw. I can't think of what it could be. So it must be this. I can't understand that we we witnessed a a thing that we're calling a ship behave in a way that we can't explain. We don't have an answer for it. Therefore, it's aliens. That is called the argument from ignorance or the argument from incredulity fallacy. You are arguing against your incredulousness or your ignorance in the in the information of the topic and saying, because I don't know, therefore it is this. <coughs> that was weird. And it seems that everybody is perfectly willing to fall for it. To, to to not 
have that be troubling that they don't have an answer on what it is. They're being told they, they're not giving any information about it. They're just getting a description and they're getting an answer based on what they don't know about it. Which isn't how anything works. Um, so we've witnessed some weird ships. Oh, things. That's why, and, and everybody goes, oh, they changed it from UFO to UAP because of stigma or because of, you know, something like that. For me, it is actually better. It's, it, it is actually more precise to what we're, we're describing because before UFO, unidentified flying object. Well, when UFO was invented, the only things, I mean, anything in the, in the sky we, we witnessed or we described as flying because of just primitivity. We, we were, we were early into aerospace, right? We were, I mean, we had, you know, it was the fifties, forties UFO. I'm not quite sure when it was invented somewhere back then. Um, think about the, 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 the technology of planes we had at that time. I mean, it's, it was, you know, 1955 was when we started developing the black, the, the SR 71. Um, I don't, test flights were in the sixties. So, you know, I mean, that was the craziest plane in existence at its time. And that was in the sixties, right? So UFO was around far before that. And we said they were flying. Well, UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, is far more accurate because if radar picks up something and it behaves erratically on radar or on, or on infrared camera or whatever they're using, long-distance infrared high-speed camera, or even if it is a, you know, so someone flying at 20, 30, 40, 50,000 feet and looking down at something on the ocean. Um, and, and it is weird to their sensors or their eyeballs or whatever it is. Okay. You have multiple things attesting to a weird phenomena. We, we can't quite call it an object. It, it may appear like an object, but we can't quite assert the, the truthfulness to that claim, even if and many things appear as objects on radar or on camera that aren't objects in that in that like material sense, right? Um, and they're in the air, so they're aerial, but we don't know if it's flying. Flying is of far more. Uh, like balloons don't fly, right? Things like that. There's so flying is far too uh, like accurate a description to a to to attribute to an a phenomena that we can't attest is flying, and is still unidentified. UAP works great because taking the flying out of it takes the 
action takes the also attribution to a pilot out of it, right? Because if it's a, if it's a flying object, then who's flying it? What's flying it? That's the kind of next step in that. And we can't attribute any of that to it from a glimpse, which is neat. But it also means that we don't have any proof at all in those hearings gave us 100% nothing of actual, gainable, usable, knowledgeable value. We didn't learn a single thing. We got no further insight into any actual truthfulness to what it could be or it is. And anybody who wants to claim we now have proof are fooling yourselves. That's all I got to say about that. Did I rain on people's parade? Did I do that? That's been the mood I've been in. The people parade, raining, the people parade, the raining, something like that. One of those things, right? Um, I have this. Oh, oh. Sorry, I didn't mean to make that noise. That wasn't nice, was it? Um, yeah, I'm kind of stoked to fly, man. Kind of stoked about it. I uh, I enjoy airports. I enjoy ho- that whole traveling thing. It takes me flying solo. Takes me back to my twenties and college days and jumping around from place to place. You know, solo in an airport. It's always one of my favorite. Oh, God. That is a horrible sound, everybody. God, what is that? Shit. I'm trying to do something nice, and it doesn't want me. Oh. Nope. Oh yeah, look at that. I'll try and edit some of those buzzes out. I don't know why my cord is buzzing like that. It's very weird. It shouldn't be making any of that noise. Um, Oh, I had... God, I had something else in my head that I wanted to talk about today. I didn't write it down either. God, Aaron, why didn't you write it down? Um... Yeah, Seattle's a SeaTac's an easy airport. One of my home base airports. I mean, Anchorage International is my fucking home airport. Been in that airport so many fucking times. And and the cool thing is, it's been a long fucking time since I've done this. Every time, usually, I, we fly up, we drive down because we love the drive. We love turning an arm. Love going through the pass. You know, all that nostalgia. But because I don't want to rent a car because of prices like that, I am gonna fucking fly from Anchorage to Kenai, and I am stoked about it, man. I haven't been on a little plane in a long time. I love puddle jumpers. They're my favorite. been flying on them since I was a fucking little kid, and, um, oh, they're my, they're just so much fun. Fucking sound of the engine, the tactileness, you feel it. Oh, it's so fun. So good. Yeah, I'm stoked about it. I mean, I'll probably be on like a Dash 8 or something. I think that's what they fly now, but still, it's a fucking... It's, yeah, they're good. 
It's fucking good times. I'm stoked about it. Well, are you stoked about it, he says, is he? Oh, shut up. Shut up. I've been singing a lot more. Oh, I'm a little out of tune. Should I play the tuning game? Okay, I'm done with that. I'm going to cut all that time out. That was a waste. You won't hear any of that. You'll hear me start, and then you won't hear any of that. Um, Which will be fucking hilarious. (sighs) I don't got anything else, everybody. I I think that's the check-in. I thought I was going to be far more entertaining than that tonight. I thought I was going to be far more entertaining, and I'm not. Um, I think I'm going to go back to playing tug-of-war with my dog. Ziggy is turning into the best boy. He's seven months old today, or yesterday. Seven months old. And just like the coolest, fuzziest, like weird old man, young puppy dog we've ever had. He loves to cuddle, snuggles up in our faces. He loves t- he's figuring out tug of war. And like tonight, like he was really getting into it and like really starting to like, oh, I have some muscle I can use to pull against him and he'll pull back and it feels good. And we wrestled a little bit on the floor. I'm, I want to, I want to, you know, that's the, uh, that's the kind of dog I want him to be able to be as, you know, obviously I got to, you know, keep reminding him, nope, don't use your teeth. We're just wrestling. You know, you can, you can, you can play, but you know, don't actually bite me. Um, but he's good at it. He's wrestling. He loves it. Um, and he's a ball dog, loves fetch, man, loves his tennis ball. Uh, and I, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting him used to carrying it around with him all the time and not chewing on it, just like putting it in his mouth, holding it. And then we go walk around, you know, like walk around the house, walk around the backyard. I'll tell him to drop it. He'll drop it. I'll throw him for him. He'll pick it back up and we start walking again. Um, and then today I was playing with him a little bit and then I had to go downstairs to do a couple things. Um, and he followed me right down into the basement, uh, ball in his mouth, followed me around the whole basement, didn't, didn't drop it the whole time. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I finished all my stuff, went right back upstairs and he followed me right back upstairs with the ball in his mouth still. I'm like, all right, that's a good boy. Cause my, my, my idea is we go on a road trip, say we take him with us, we're going camping or something, you know, I want to be able to toss him his ball when we're leaving the house, he put it in his mouth. We get in, he brings it into the car with him. We ride in the whole car. We get out of the car. He grabs his ball and we're fucking off wherever we go. Brings his ball with him, right? Grabs it. And then that way, if we ever want to play, he always has his toy. And then, uh, I don't have to look for it all the time because he, he'll keep track of it. He finds it, man. It will be at night. It's dark in our backyard and I'll throw it out there and he'll run out and find that fucking ball and bring it back. He's doing real good for a puppy. Um, and he's tall, man. He is just tall, getting big. He's like 55 pounds now. Like just a, just a healthy fucking puppy, dude. Um, and we have to wait till he's like eight or nine months old or something like that before we can shave him. Cause he's a poodle and 
poodle mix, you know, and because a doodle's in their hair, I guess you have to wait. Um, so he's getting pretty fucking shaggy, man. He is, his hair is getting long and it's, uh, I mean, it's cute. You know, he's this big kind of fuzzy, frizzy, like Einstein's sticking out everywhere hair. Um, it's not, it's not curly hair like a, like a, like a standard poodle or something like that, where it's all like the curls, it's straight hair. Um, which I think he got from the Doberman side of his mix. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I told everybody that Doberdoodle, um, Ziggy is his name. It's Ziggy, Ziggy Poodleman, the Doberdoodleman. That's, that's one of our many names for him. Um, yeah, just a great, great fucking dog, man. Uh, couldn't ask for a better dude. For sure. Especially after everything, getting lucking out into another one that's just peculiar and interesting and like has his completely own personality and loves to play. It's the first dog I've had because Keena was a really smart dog. Um, and she, she would play tug of war with you, but she wouldn't go play fetch and she wouldn't like just be after it, after it, after it, she, you know, once she got out of it, what she needed, she was done playing. She was that kind of smart dog. She's like, I want to burn off some energy. I want to play. Oh, that's it. I'm done. Feel it. Call it. Let's go. And he will just go. If you don't stop, he won't stop. You have to tell him to stop. He's that kind of dog. But, but, but smart with it, you know, figuring out. I'm can't trick him very well. He was, he, he fell for some throwing tricks and sleight of hand and stuff now at first, but no, he's, he's figured it out. He's onto my ways. He just wants me to throw that damn ball. Don't play with me, kid. Um, and I imagine he has kind of like that, that quintessential, like, hey, man, like, we're going to go down and chill at the beach, bro. You know, I'm just like going to, hey, man, it's just cool. You know, I just wanted to ride, man. You know, I can just walk with my friends, bud. It's okay. Hey, hey, did you figure this thing out, man? Hey, bud. Hey, hey, did you hear about this? Oh, I got the coolest fucking story to tell you, dude. So I was outside in the backyard, right? And, and I found this, I found this pile. And uh, at first I thought it was my own shit, but it wasn't. It, it turned out to be like a pile of leaves or something. And so I started digging in it. And it turns out there was dirt underneath of that fucking little pile of leaves, bro. And so then I stuck my nose in it because I wanted to know what the dirt smelled like. And I fucking liked it. Like, I so liked how that dirt smelled that I just kept fucking digging and smelling and rubbing my face in it. And then once I was good and covered in all the fucking dirt, bro. I felt like I was so groovy that I felt like I had to come back inside and tell you what I did by rubbing my face on you. So I hope you enjoy it. I'm going to go back and play now. Uh, if you want to stop me, you can follow me and throw a ball for me. That would be so cool. Uh, is it dinner time yet? Hey, bro. Uh, guess what? I was just hanging out with you, but I just saw mom walk into the room and she is like my favorite thing in the world. I mean, you're a pretty cool dad, you know, like you're a cool guy and you give me good head scratches and you, you play tug of war. Uh, but mom is just like my favorite. And anytime she's in the room, uh, you're going to, not matter to me one fucking bit like like come, the ball is first and then mom and then you and i just want you to know that's the order of things okay bro so if you have a ball i'll care 
but only about the ball. That's how I imagine my dog talks, and that's the conversations he has with us. And uh, that's exactly his life. It's one of the best. Um, and we give it to him, brought by us. Um, yeah, you know, it's Friday. And it was one of those days that tested me. This is the thing I was going to talk about, and all of that reminded me of that. Um, it was one of those days where I'm like, I woke up, it's Friday. I thought I had a light schedule at work. I could go, I could clean, get stuff gone. Me, I'm going to be gone for a week. Um, and it just turned into hectic and then more hectic. And then another part of the job gets added on and, you know, lots of, lots of, uh, underlying circumstances out of my control caused it to, uh, paired, paired with, um, just, uh, compared with an inability to do a job properly or, or care to the necessary degree to find out all information up front, I found myself staying late, an hour late today. My last day of work before I fly out in the morning. Turn went from like a easy, you know, planned, and, and I just found myself upset and frustrated and angry at the wrong things and well angry in general which is the wrong thing um and yeah i just it was one of those kind of bum bummer deals that i let get to me and ruin my day because it ruined my day you know what i mean like in my head that's that was what i felt and so um yeah it just turned into turned into stress and I didn't want stress I wanted you know I wanted the night to be easy and for things to happen and the way I wanted them to and so I guess uh I'm saying that out loud just to say that it always doesn't and you have to just not allow it to consume you and and be the detriment to your your outset in the first place right if I wanted to have a good day I could have made myself have a good day still but I let it ruin it and so i need to focus on this trip not that not happening either you know i've i've been excited about going back and i've made plans and you know in my head about things i would like to do and how i want stuff to go and i should just focus you know maybe today was that in fact reminder that uh doing that and and holding to it you know wanting it bad enough that if it doesn't happen it hurts um, maybe this leads to more, more heartache, more hard times. God, I'm all over the place, aren't I, everybody? You know, that's it. That's the podcast. I, I feel it. I'm, I'm, I'm whining out. I'm going to go play video games. Um, I thank you all for joining me. I'll be back with a very interesting episode, my next episode. I don't know if it'll be in a week from now. Uh, it'll depend on how quick and what I have and what I throw together uh, after my trip. So until next time, y'all, it's been Aaron and uh, drive like you know each other.